Welcome to the ASA Mechanical Division Report, the podcast that brings you up to speed on how the Mechanical Operations Committee is working on behalf of our mechanical member shops. This podcast is brought to you by the Automotive Service Association and features Tom Pipo, ASA Mechanical Division Director and owner of Tri-County Motors in Rudyard, Michigan. I'm your host, Tony Mala, and this special podcast is just one of the many member benefits the Automotive Service Association provides to keep you on top of the latest information you need to know to help drive your success. Hi, I'm talking today with Tom Pipo, ASA Mechanical Division Director, with our quarterly update on MOC activities. Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tony. Glad to be here. So, what has the Mechanical Operations Committee been working on over the summer? Well, it seems our summer discussions were on this on the COVID-19 situation and the pandemic that we're dealing with. In the beginning, we all discussed how we were keeping ourselves safe and keeping the customers safe, avoiding contact, sterilizing cars and, and the customer waiting areas. But throughout the summer, as the, as the curve flattened, I think it's a general consensus we've all relaxed somewhat. I'm still taking precautions, maintaining social distances. But I'd like to remind everyone, as school is starting up, we need to redouble our efforts. We need to stay safe. Remember what you did at the beginning for sterilizing cars and your waiting area. We're going to see a flare-up. Well, that's good advice. Yes. I, I know the MOC has been working with ASA staff on the update to the website. How's that coming along? Come along very well. It's live right now. And I want to remind everybody, if you have trouble logging in, if you haven't seen it yet, go and look at it and try to log in. But if you have trouble, your old credentials won't work anymore. You'll need a new login. You need to set up a new account. And you should be able to do that online. But if you have any trouble at all, get a hold of Blair at the ASA office, and I'll give you her email. It's Blair C B L A I R C at asashop.org. And she'll be able to give you what you need to get up and running on that new website again. I've seen the new website and really like the updated design. This is a good time if you haven't been to the ASA website lately to check out the new look. Tom, I also know the MOC has been helping with the planning of our free webinars during the COVID crisis. And I think AutoZone has been great about providing content as well, right? Yeah, actually, Tony, they've had several. They had a training sequence in July and, the, and August. We held live training on Tuesdays and Thursdays, of all these uh, for six weeks. Each session was a two-parter, the first part on Tuesday, the second part on Thursday, about an hour and a half each, and it's gone very, very well. We've had hundreds of logins on this. That was our pilot program, and we're working now to make it a more permanent fixture. Have the MOC and other shop owners you talk with been taking advantage of the webinar training that's out there? I know there's been a ton of it lately. Well, there has been a ton, ton of free training. Yeah, and it's hard to, hard to choose which one you want to see. You just want to see them all, but it's just impossible. But yes... By and far, they have been. What else are you going to do? I mean, everything is shut down. There's no more uh, big gatherings. Apex and SEMA has been canceled. Not surprising, but it's going to be a big blow to the people that go to these things. But virtual training is the thing we're doing now, and, and virtual expos also. I was talking to one of our sponsored benefit providers last week, and he said that moving forward, he believes we'll be seeing more hybrid versions of live and virtual events. He doesn't believe, and neither do I, that face-to-face events are going to go away anytime soon. They're just too valuable for the networking opportunities they provide. But by the same token, there's also an expense involved with travel, hotel, and meals when you're out there, not to mention a time away from the business. He said a lot of his clients seem to like the idea of having the option of being either there live or able to attend virtually. 
I think that because we've been forced to use Zoom and GoToMeeting and the other online meeting tools that are out there, a lot of folks have changed their opinion on the value of distance learning. It just might be a part of that new paradigm we'll find when all of this is behind us. Yeah, I agree, Tony. It has been an eye-opener, and, it, and it's not really so bad. When I had the options of going to a live event or, or a webinar, I would always choose a live event, but now I'm realizing there's a lot of benefits to the webinars and the virtual training. But if you think about it, we've had this hybrid type of affair for quite a while. Yeah. Have you ever watched the pro ball game? Oh, sure. Yeah, you're watching it virtually, and there's a whole multitude of people watching it live. So wouldn't that be a hybrid event? Actually, yes, it would. It's interesting to me that a lot of what we've been doing before COVID is what we're leveraging now to get through it. For example, ASA has been doing webinars and podcasts since long before the current situation. Our publications are digital, and we've been using GoToMeeting for our monthly committee calls for years. Now we find ourselves using that experience to cope with the pandemic, and it's nice to know that all of this has value. Yes, it does. So what else do you have to report? Well, we found out that Dell is now a sponsor for ASA, and they've been instrumental in helping set up some of our IT programs. You know, it's good to have an inside track on this. And some of our board members, just today, we had a board meeting, showed us his new Dell laptop. Time to upgrade. I mean, every every year, it seems there's new programs. We need more, more RAM, better processors. You're always having to buy new laptops, new computers for the shop. So, and he thought, well, you may as well buy it from Dell. You got to buy it somewhere. Yeah, Dell has been a good partner and has contributed content for two webinars just this year with more to come. Mm-hmm. They also stepped up to sponsor our latest membership drive and even donated a large curved screen monitor as a grand prize for the program. They recently held a cybersecurity webinar for our members that is available as a recording and raises some important issues all shop owners really need to know. Looking forward to seeing it. I've had other cybersecurity webinars and I've taken some steps, but you know things are always evolving. There's always new threats out there, so I've really got to get up to speed on this. Well, that particular webinar is available to all ASA members in our webinar library, along with many other topics of interest covering business development and technical training. Yep. The cybersecurity webinar approached the subject with respect to our current pandemic reality in the face of shutdowns, furloughs, and remote working scenarios that can lead to a cyber breach simply because people are working outside their normal routine. You know, most data breaches are the result of human error rather than malicious actors. Yeah, yeah. Just to let some people know some of the cybersecurity things they should be aware of is is scan tools is a big thing and how a virus could be entered into a a car's operating system through your scan tool connected to the web, Uh, laptops in particular, and there's a lot of connected scan tools out there. So this is something you really should be aware of and you should check check out this webinar. Yeah, cybersecurity and data access have been two ongoing projects with the Mechanical Ops Committee, but I guess there's not much coming out of Washington these days with the election coming up. Yeah, the election and the pandemic kind of has their uh, focus right now. You know, getting back to online meetings for a second, I forgot to ask about the plans for the ASA annual meeting and MSO symposium that are now going virtual, right? Yeah, they have the MSO symposium. I'm not sure on the data on that. Roy Schnepper was in charge of that, but they've also annual meeting. Um, where all the members are, are invited to attend. Now, it took us a while getting this together because we've never done it before. So I think we've got all the bugs ironed out. But that's going to be held on October 9th, Friday, October 9th, starting at noon Eastern and should go about two hours. This annual meeting is an open meeting. All the members are invited to attend. Um, I believe there will be a Q&A afterwards, but you'll hear the reports live, such as they could be reports from all the committees and from the chairman. And uh, be interesting times. 
Hey, this will be ASA's first virtual annual meeting, and it's open to all ASA members, some who maybe never had the opportunity to attend in person. So it's a great opportunity for everyone to look, kind of look under the hood to learn how the ASA board is managing the organization for their benefit. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of people just don't know what we do, and that's an issue too, and we discussed that in our MOC meeting, that, that people are wondering what ASA is all about. Well, here's a, a perfect way to get an inside look and, and see what it is we do and, and how we really help the industry, even though quite often we're, we're behind the curtains. We're not out in front in the limelight where everybody can see us, uh, but we're getting business done, and it's to everybody's benefit. Well, it's great to be able to spotlight the work that the ASA board and our committees do for everyone's benefit. You know, they're all volunteers and shop owners like yourself who are really the strength of the association. I also think it's important to note that the members of the Mechanical Operations Committee work to represent the views and interests of all ASA members. And that ability to listen and share those thoughts with ASA leadership is, is crucial, really, to the success of not just our association, but the industry at large in some cases. Responding to those needs is the most important work being done. Are there any changes coming up in the MOC this year, by the way? Any terms expiring? There are a few terms coming up, but there's always some openings. So if anybody out there has an interest in sitting on the Mechanical Operations Committee, send Tony or myself or somebody in the office an email, and we'll certainly give you a letter of consideration. That sounds great. Any final words before I let you go? I just want to tell everybody to to stay safe and carry on. And you do as well. We've been talking with Tom Pipo, ASA Mechanical Division Director and shop owner from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Tom, thanks again for your time today. And we'll look forward to the next update from the MOC. Thank you, Tony. Stay safe. Have a great day. Bye now. If you're brand new to the ASA podcast, I encourage you to subscribe so you won't miss some of the great things we have coming up in our future episodes. Just hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and you'll be good to go. If you enjoyed this special podcast and would like to hear more, you can hear them by logging on to your ASA member account. If you're not currently an ASA member and are listening to this podcast, we invite you to become part of the ASA family. For everything you need to become an ASA member, just visit our website at www.asashop.org. That's A-S-A-S-H-O-P dot O-R-G. I'm Tony Mala, and thanks for listening.